It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. This is the AC Report. Interesting 48 blocks in America, Atlantic City, New Jersey. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano, being heard all over the country, including on Talk 1400 WOND in Atlantic City, which we're honored to have as our newest affiliate. And I'm very pleased at who we have joining us this morning, a gentleman that I've been trying to talk to for a while, a gentleman I've admired for many years, gentleman who has dedicated literally his entire life to public service, the Atlantic County Executive, Dennis Levinson. Mr. County Executive, it's great to talk with you. My pleasure, Frank. So, Den- uh, Mr. County Executive, or Dennis, if I can call you Dennis. Well, they call uh, me Denny, D-W-N-Y. I figured I, I figured Denny was a little familiar for our first conversation, but if you don't mind, I'll take I'll take it. For so, sure. uh, Denny, uh, there's a lot of folks listening around the country. There's even a lot of folks listening up and down New Jersey that may not exactly understand what exactly the county government does as it relates to the state government and the municipal government. I realize Atlantic City is a little bit of a special case because of the state takeover there. But for people listening around New Jersey and around the country, can you explain the relationship between county government, state government and municipal government? What services do you provide versus what the municipalities are responsible for and what the state's responsible for? I sure will. And it's a very, very good question. Our founding fathers, in their brilliance, made, especially Jefferson, Jefferson felt that the government that is closest to the people is the best. So what they gave us was a government made up of four parts, a federal government, state government, county government, and, of course, municipal government. They did not promise us efficiency. And this is where we are now. You have your state highways, you have your county uh, roads, you have your municipal roads. And, you know, the thing that used to frustrate people, and they say, gee whiz, I saw a snowplow going down my street with uh, with the plow up. Well, that's because it was a county a truck, and mm. uh, that was a municipal street, or it was a state street with the uh, a, a, a county gone by it, and that's how it works. 
unfortunately, we all do basically the same things, but Mm. it's redundant. And in this state, New Jersey, which is probably the worst in the country because we (laughs) hold on to this archaic idea of home rule, that every single municipality is responsible for itself and – you can't, and that's why we have uh, 565 uh, school districts. And unfortunately, that's just the way things are. And of I, course, I, I live in a town uh, where th- three cities send to a sending district. So we, in those three towns, we have four superintendents of schools. You know, I was going to ask you a little bit later on why the property taxes in Atlantic City are so high. I mean, the people that I know that have a condo in Atlantic City pay more than I pay for my uh, house in Staten Island. But now I don't need to ask you that question anymore with all those layers of government. Uh, is there too much? Should it, can it be a little – can it be streamlined a bit? Well, I have uh... – In my years in, I've been county executive for 22 years, and prior to that, the freeholder chairman. And if there is a failure on my part, uh, it is because I could not get the uh, municipalities to consolidate. And that, of course, uh, you know, sometimes they don't even answer. We tried to get uh, countywide 911 dispatch, couldn't do it. Tried to get countywide assessors instead of 17 different assessors, oh. couldn't do that. And uh, I mean, now we did start a municipal court two years ago for the, the counties rather than each town being responsible for their court. Well, there's 23 municipalities in Atlanta County, only nine joined. So you see what the circumstances are. It's, I uh, do. Uh, look, I can't do this because my uh, court administrator is my cousin, and uh, I don't right. want to upset uh, my, my road department. I don't want to do this. W- one thing after another, they don't want to do it. And usually it's not a very good uh, a reason why they want do not wish to consolidate. Nobody cares if you're in trouble what the side of the uh, police car looks like, what town it's from. And let me give you an example. Camden County, here in Atlanta County, it uh, all Democrat, just about all the time. They decided they wanted a countywide police force, like they do in Georgia and, and down mm-hmm. south, et cetera. Well, they have a countywide police force now. Uh, in fact, the side of a police car in Camden City says Camden Police, uh, Camden County Police. Now, of all the municipalities in Camden, I want your readers and your uh, your listeners and yourself to think for a moment how many municipalities in Camden County joined the Camden County Police Force. Take a guess. Maybe there's 30 or 35 uh, municipalities. Well, let me give you the answer. One. Wow. So when you're in Camden and you see Camden County Police... It's really Camden County Police just for Camden City. The city of Camden, so None wow. of the others, not Cherry Hill, not any of the others had joined the county uh, police force. So uh, as embarrassing as it may be, uh, that's the situation. And it's been years. They still have one 
municipality in the wow. Camden County Police Force. Uh, that's why I'm getting an, quite an education already. We're talking with Atlantic County Executive Dennis Levinson. It's no secret that Atlantic City is a lot different from the other municipalities in Atlantic County, uh, including the neighboring ones of Ventnor and Margate. Atlantic City is a little grittier. It has a higher minority population. Obviously, you have uh, you have uh, nine casinos that uh, bring in a lot of money and a lot of tourism. You have the world-famous boardwalk. How do the residents of the other municipalities in Atlantic City view Atlantic City? Do they view this as a way to keep their property taxes under control? Do they view this as uh, having great amenities close by? Or do they view this as an inconvenience that brings nothing but traffic and a poor element? Uh, the attitude towards the county, towards Atlantic City, first of all, since I've been county executive, we're no longer Atlantic City-centric. Uh, 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 we, what we try to do is to – the center of our county is Egg Harbor Township. Now, Atlantic City does have the casinos, but we are not necessarily benefiting from the casinos except for the jobs. I mean, it's wonderful that they're here. And it's uh, you know the best entertainment in the in the in the country the uh, the finest beach in the country the finest boardwalk in the country the greatest chefs I mean we could go on and on and talk about mm-hmm. the pluses in mm-hmm. Atlantic City the unfortunate part about it is our county residents aren't benefiting from it because our state legislature in their wisdom took away the taxes that we were getting from it they have a pilot in right now so we don't benefit from it. Although Atlantic City does, and uh, Atlantic City's taxes are not bad because it's a state takeover, and, this, and the state subsidizes much of uh, what Atlantic City does. So it's not a problem with taxes. It's a problem, of course, with a 35% poverty rate in Atlantic City. It's a problem having a rescue mission there, which I think is wonderful. But stop for a moment and think. Cumberland County, which is near us. Salem County, which is near us, Cape May County, which is near us, Ocean County, that's near us, Cumberland, that's near us, none of them have a mission. So they send people to Atlantic City mm-hmm. for the mission. And you say to them, what are you doing? Well, we don't have a mission here to take care of them. Well, why don't you? Well, we can't get it through the, uh, uh, the, the county commissioners. Uh, we don't have a mission. I wish we did. Well, what does that mean? It means we have the homeless, the insane, the metal cases, the drug addicts coming into the city itself. Now, why? Because you have a magnet for them at the mission. And I'm not knocking it. I think charity is wonderful. And, but at the same time, uh, just like when Donald Trump said, why doesn't NATO help us out? Why is it always us? And that's another thing. Why is it always us here? And uh, it is a terrible problem that we have. The indigent population in Atlantic Mm. City is a difficulty. And now with bail reform, which is not bail reform, and we all voted for bail reform because we didn't want somebody sitting in jail for for 30 days because they had a joint in their pocket or whatever it may have been. So that was the idea. We wanted to reform it. But as they did, they did away with bail. When I give speeches in Atlantic County, and I ask people to tell me, how many people know uh, there's no bail in New Jersey? Maybe one or two hands will go up. People still think if you commit a crime, you know, you, you go and you have a bail set. Here in New Jersey, 
if you commit a crime that is not murder, mayhem, uh, arson, uh, rape, you're on the street that day. Example, guy had a an indigent guy outside of his restaurant, and it was a McDonald's, and he told the guy to move on. You're disturbing my uh, my customers. Guy took a brick through through his window, a thousand dollars to correct it, to to fix it. That guy was about out there that afternoon panhandling again and annoying people. Now that's your system. So what happens to that guy? He goes to court, and he's given a summons. Now, what does a summons mean? A summons mean you have to come back to court to find out what the adjudication of your uh, your misdemeanor or your crime may be. But they never show up in court. So now we have thousands of more people out on warrants. <clears throat> Bail reform does not work. And they have to understand it could have worked if we didn't send it to the legislature for them to screw up. And when you talk to a state legislature in Jersey, they tell you, hey, Levinson, the people voted for it. You may not agree with it, but the people wanted this. They didn't want what they got, and they got what they have is, is mayhem on your streets. The uh, By the way, with this bail reform issue really hits home with me as a New Yorker because uh, what New York did was much further along the line of recklessness than what even New Jersey did. But you have even folks like Governor Chris Christie, who was, or was pushing that bail reform initially, who are saying that New Jersey did it right. You're saying after a few years of watching how it's worked out, at least as it relates to Atlantic County, New Jersey did not do it right. Whatever... Chris Christie says it fits him at the time. Follow him around. I'll never support Donald Trump. First guy that jumped on the bandwagon for Donald Trump was Chris Christie. Oh, by the way, the first guy to jump off the bandwagon for Donald Trump and the most critical uh, is Chris Christie and immediately goes to work for ABC News and is on a panel. Now, he ruined this state when he was here for eight years. He ruined the Republican Party, spent all his time trying to become president of the United States, and left the uh, – and see you later. I'm, I want to – and Donald Trump understood him after he met him for a while and understood you're not becoming vice president. You're not going to become my attorney general because I can't trust you. And Donald Trump was right. The guy was extremely destructive, but a man of incredible charm and extremely bright. And unfortunately, he uses his charm and his intelligence only to help himself. You can't go to the beach over this, but I'm going to the beach. That's right. That's right. Well, this we all is remember the type that. of a guy you had. He swore to us in front of 50 reporters that he was going to give us what was coming to us as a county. He turned to me in the room and said, and when I say something, Denny Levinson will tell you, you can take it to the bank. Well, he lied. He just didn't do it, even though we have him on videotape. He absolutely does whatever he wants, whenever he wants to do it, whatever suits him. You ask him a question, he'll answer it in his best interest, whether it's true or not. And by uh, the way, he's a Republican. mm -hmm. I'm a Republican. And I had to sue the state. The state was so wrong that I got $30 million from them for this Christie screwing up. 
I I don't think you're the only one that can make that claim that uh, you sued Chris Christie successfully uh, talking with Atlanta County Executive Dennis Levinson. So you were against the state takeover Atlantic City, the the conventional wisdom and how it was portrayed to outsiders was Atlantic City was financially unstable. The government couldn't handle its own problems and the state had to come in to right the ship. You think that was a mistake and you'd prefer um, the state relinquish the control of Atlantic City? Well, listen, Atlantic City was struggling, but the state of New Jersey took away their luxury tax, took away their airport. I could go on and on what they took from Atlantic City, so they do have an obligation. But when you talk about a state takeover of something, uh, like if if you're ill, you bring in another surgeon to, to solve the problem. In Atlantic City, they brought in the state to solve their problem. The state couldn't find their ass with two hands. You've got the highest tax state in the country. You have uh, the state where most people are leaving to go south, outside of New York possibly. And for them to come in and correct the problems in Atlantic City, it's almost comical. They can't correct their own problems. And all they do is – uh, come in and do what? Well, now you have a couple more uh, people getting paychecks from the state. What is the, they have accomplished? They've accomplished nothing in Atlantic City. And when you do challenge the mayor or you challenge the uh, uh, the elected officials in Atlantic City, don't blame us. I can't do it without getting an okay from the state of New Jersey. So their hands are basically tied because the state has total and complete control. The takeover – look – if there was a state takeover, I would have preferred it was be uh, South Carolina, Florida, Texas taking <laughs> over. over but, but most certainly, I mean, it's almost a joke, the state of New Jersey taking over Atlantic City. How about if you, the state of New Jersey took over Hoboken or, or Patterson? Or I mean, wouldn't it, would they improve? I, I suspect not, but, uh, well, we'll leave. The, I, I think we could spend hours just talking about the state takeover. There are a couple other issues that I want to touch upon. It's no secret that Atlantic City is heavily blue. There have been and are Republican elected officials there. There's uh, Jesse Kurtz, who's on the city council, the former mayor. Don Guardian was a Republican. But by and large, it's a heavily Democratic city. On the whole, Atlantic County tends to be a purple, if not red, county. Why is that the case? Why is Atlantic City uh, so blue, whereas if you go a town over in any direction, it tends to be so heavily red? What's your take on that? We have 15,000 or more registered Democrats in this county. I'm a Republican. I've been uh, elected county executive by a pretty good margins for the past 22 years. We have a Republican freeholder uh, commissioner board. We have most Republicans in our mayors and, and city councils because we do the job. And, you know, this blue and red business, I've got another take on this, Frank. They're not blue or red. Trust me. They're all green. And that's what it comes down to. It just comes down to you get in there and get as much as you can for yourself while you're in office. I mean, take a look at your senators and your legislatures in Washington. They can buy stock. I mean, seriously, knowing what's coming. You know, I try to give the people that I represent a break. I've been in for years. I have never, ever handed in a voucher for reimbursement. I pay out of my own pocket. Yeah, I drive a county car, and yes, I get county gas. 
but so does many people that work in the county. But as far as my meals are concerned, a business meal, or if I, whatever I do, they've never gotten a voucher from me to be reimbursed. Now, when you stop and think about that, I may be the only elected official in the country that hasn't done that. Mm. And by the way, my commissioner board has not either. So they followed suit. And, you know, it was uh, Confucius years ago that said, if the people at the top are honorable, respectable, decent, then it filters down to the people down below. Right now, what we have here in this country and in different states is, I mean, you scratch your head. You're not letting this champion, one of the most famous tennis players in the world and one of the best, into this country to play tennis. But we have an open border in Canada and in, in, the, in the southwest of our country. We let people in every day. And why can't a tennis player play? Because he hasn't been vaccinated. How many of those individuals sneaking into this country right now illegally have yeah. not been vaccinated and, uh, and, and have COVID? We don't know. But this is the system itself, and this is such a blaring example. One of the knocks on Atlantic City has always been the crime issue. But I hear this most from people that haven't been to Atlantic City in a long time. You're in Atlantic City all the time. You preside over Atlantic County. Set us straight. How big of a problem is crime in Atlantic City? Atlantic City is a very poor city. I'm going to repeat it. There's 35 percent poverty rate. And you also have a rescue mission there. And you also know if you do commit a misdemeanor, if you go into the walk and you steal a a coach bag or you steal something, you're not going to go to jail. You're going to be out on the street. So it's easy pickings. And that's the unfortunate part about it. It is is it Atlantic City's fault that we have this year. Not necessarily. They fought for years, you know, trying to make changes and things. It's too difficult to do so. But if they all work together and they understood what Atlantic City's problems are, which, by the way, are, are no different than Irvington or Patterson, I mean, we can, or Trenton or, or Pleasantville. It's not unique. And uh, the, the problem is, of course, uh, the extraordinary amount of poor. And, uh, and a lot of times these people that we bring in, uh, look, I got a county jail. And the people that are in there that have committed serious crimes there's a large percentage of them that are absolutely mental cases mm. and they've been mental cases. And usually by the time we put them in there, they've, they've uh, committed dastardly uh, heinous crimes. And in, this is a country that we're so forgiving. You have uh, some lunatic uh, uh, perverted, some type of demented individual that sexually abuses a baby. I mean, how are you going to say after five years, this guy, You can let them back out again. I mean, you commit certain crimes that you're no longer allowed to be around decent people. We can't take a chance. And if the authorities believe that you could take a chance with these people, God forbid if there is a uh, a rape in a neighborhood, what's the first place they go? To the people that have registered as sex criminals. So if you have to go to them first, you must realize that uh, we put them back out on the street and – we don't know what they're going to do. So if there is a problem, we're going to go there first and see where they were. You know, we got to start using common sense, and that's the one thing we have lacking here in this country. We want to be everything for everybody. You know, and I mean, I was watching TV this morning. 
I saw a list of pronouns you can no longer use. My kids, my grandchildren can't write cursive because it's not taught. Yeah, uh, uh, we've covered we've covered both of those uh, at length on this program. W- one of the struggles with Atlantic City seems to be the competition from other municipalities nearby offering legalized casino gambling. I know Atlantic City has talked for years about trying to move beyond gambling. You have the Stockton University campus and a number of other initiatives that uh, don't include gambling. Uh, from your perspective, how are those efforts going? How is Atlantic City doing going beyond gambling? Uh, well, they have terrific restaurants, great entertainment, great beach and boardwalk. But once again, uh, it's what they had beforehand. If I may, we have to go beyond. We've always talked about the fact that we have to diversify. We can't just depend on gaming and tourism. Here in Atlantic County, we started an aviation park. This aviation park was to take advantage of what we have here, the FAA, and also the underutilized Atlantic City Airport. And we started an aviation uh, industry that has been taken off like crazy. Nobody can believe what occurred. When I started this, I put $20 million into a building. And the people that critiqued it and criticized it uh, from top to bottom, who are your tenants? I don't have any. Who are your prospective tenants? I don't have any of them either, but I know it'll work, and I'm staking my future on it. At this present time, Frank, our first building is fully occupied. We have NASA there. We have the FAA there. The National Institute of Aerospace is there. Wolpert Engineering, Thunderbolt, General Dynamics. This is what we have now that are coming into our county with good, solid jobs at six figures, and it's only the beginning. If it wasn't for COVID, we'd have a third building built. So we have uh, diversified our economy, and these other uh, corporations are all interested in coming in. And by the way, I turned down everybody that wanted to come into this uh, new office building that we had that were not uh, involved with aviation or aerospace. So we have made a difference. I turned our Votech school into a comprehensive high school where we do have uh, uh, traffic control and the rest of those things that they're taught so they can stay in our county rather than leave. This comprehensive high school that we started here in Atlanta County, this is the Atlanta County High School, is a blue ribbon school with a 99 to 100% graduation rate. So it is working and working very well. You have to think outside the box. You mentioned Stockton. Stockton was in a problem. They didn't have any money. The state didn't have any money. I met with the president, brought him down to Chelsea. I showed him a spot, built Stockton here. Let's turn Atlantic City into a university town. We don't have any money. The state doesn't have any money. I said, I'll get you the money. Atlantic County taxpayers financed it. The only time I can remember where a county had to finance a state university without any cost to our taxpayers. Wow. Wow. That's, and, that's impressive. Um, Danny, I want to touch upon at least one or two more issues, and then sure. I promise I'll, I'll let you go. And, and you're such a, a fountain of youth, a fountain of knowledge, and I love that, uh, that you're so energetic. I, I love to have you back and pick your brain on a bunch of different things. There was speculation that you might retire after your current term, but you recently announced that you're running for a seventh term. Now, you're already 
the longest serving county executive, not in Atlanta County history, but in the history of the state of New Jersey. You're also the only Republican among all of uh, New Jersey's five county executives. Why? Why run for a seventh term? Uh, Don't you want to enjoy retirement? You know, I was a school teacher for 30 years. History teacher. And county executive and and now. And somebody once said, if you love what you're doing, you'll never work a day in your life. I don't see this as work or a sacrifice. I see it as something that I I wish to do. I have seven grandchildren living here in Atlanta County, all living around me. I want to make sure that I make this county someplace that they want to stay and live in, and not just for my grandchildren, for all of them. And we have made a difference here. So why am I running? I'm running because I can, number one, and number two, I've delivered. I would never get rid of an employee and say to them, well, look, you've been here too long. Uh, Have I done the job? You sure have. We depend on you, and we're terrific, but, you know, why don't we get somebody else in there? For what? I mean, somebody give me – and by the way, this is an election coming up. I want people that are running to tell me how they would have improved what I've done and how they do a better job. You know, I haven't played politics with the people's money. I have changed auditors every three years. You know, some towns, some counties, some states have the same auditors for 50 years. It's like when you were in school and you had to check your own paper. You always seemed to do a little better, didn't you, Frank? So this is what we have. I bring a guy in every three years, a whole new firm, and they know it. And under those circumstances, you screw up or you're, you know, you're going to be found out. So right now we have had, and this is probably the only area that could say this, we have had 22 perfect audits in Atlanta County since I've been there. Now, perfect audits, nothing that they found uh, fault with. We have to stay, send our budgets and everything to the state. They go over it, and they come in, Atlanta County, perfect. There was an article in the Atlantic City Press yesterday, the Press of Atlantic City, whale deaths have sparked right-wing conspiracy theories on Facebook. I've talked with person after person on this program, commentators, journalists, uh, average ordinary citizens, politicians, including Congressman Jeff Andrew, who say they think there's some correlation between the preparations for the offshore wind development and all these whales that are washing up on the shore of Atlantic City. According to this Amy Rosenberg article in the Press of Atlantic City, she's saying and she's quoting a number of experts that say that there's no truth to this whatsoever. There's no evidence of this. And the uh, the necropsy shows that these whales died from um, ship strikes. What's your take on what we're seeing in terms of these whale deaths and the reaction by everybody to them? Um, Obviously, these people are sincere. And I blame the state of New Jersey and the offshore wind project people for not making sure everyone uh, understood what they were going to do. The questions that are asked now should have been asked and answered to everyone's satisfaction prior to this. And people panic. You know, we love whales. They're, for whatever the reasons are, they're mammals. And uh, it's, uh, and obviously, if something like that happens, you know, we look at them like they're our dogs. And, you know, dolphins and whales are much beloved. 
And under the circumstances, is it a coincidence that they just washed up? Well, maybe, maybe not. But you have to make sure that people feel secure. And that's what they didn't do. So when Vince Palestina and Jeff Van, our senator, and uh, Jeff Van Drew, our congressman, started asking questions, just make sure they shouldn't be answering those questions. They should have been answered prior to it. Now, I put a windmill. I put the first offshore onshore uh, windmills in our county. You can come in when you go into Atlantic City, you'll see our windmills. You know, I, I put them up, uh, geez, 15 years ago. To date, we've saved $7 million. No wow. complaints. In fact, the naysayers at the time, you know, uh, this was another, uh, you know, career ender. And I said, look, if they don't work, at least they'd be a, a great tourist attraction. We have people <laughs> coming in, going up into the, into the, uh, the, the windmills. But they have been effective because we answered every single question they had before we did it. I, I sat there with the ACUA, the Atlanta County Utilities Authority, and answered one question after another in public meetings. I went from mayor's association to mayor's, associ uh, mayor's meetings and let them know this is what we're going to do. Fire away your questions. I'm not going to build this thing or let it be built until you're all satisfied. Now, that's what they should have done with this project. Maybe they are killing whales. Maybe it is going to make a difference in our fisheries. Who knows? But they should have known and be able to prove it. And that's why we're in the circumstances right now. I don't blame people for being upset and looking out on the beach and seeing uh, this behemoth uh, uh, lying there rotting away. With uh, uh, So I get it, and I do get it, and I do believe that uh, they ought to uh, assure people what we're doing right here. I have uh, 380-foot turbines that are up. In comparison, ocean wind turbines are projected to be as tall as the Empire State Building. Wow, now, don't geez. you think, people? Now, what happened to them at Martha's Vineyard? Senator Ted Kennedy didn't want to look at them when he looked out in the water. Right, I don't mind right. seeing them out there. That's not the problem with them. I want to make sure that they're safe and of our course. fishing industry, clamming industry, and everything else that goes along with it uh, is, uh, is protected. That's all they have to do. Prove it to us. And um, finally, sir, the most controversial question that I ask everybody, gun to your head, you absolutely had to pick. What is your favorite restaurant in all of Atlantic City? I'm a smart politician, Frank. <laughs> and if you had a gun to my head, Frank, you'd have to pull the trigger. There are When I tell you some of the most extraordinary chefs and restaurants are in our casinos and outside our casinos, we have a restaurant in Atlantic City that is not a casino affiliated that was considered to be the finest Italian restaurant in the country. So we have a lot going on down here. And, you know, if you want to go – by the way, that is what killed Atlantic City when they put together this uh, – you know, the plan to revitalize Atlantic City, they screwed Atlantic City. What they wanted were these buildings coming up, casinos, which cost a fortune, put a lot of people to work. But what did they do? They didn't revitalize our city because they put six restaurants in each one of these casinos. They put haberdasheries. They put hair salons. They put barbershops. They put the, everything you could possibly think of within that casino so you didn't have to go anywhere. 
So consequently, Pacific Avenue and Atlantic Avenue died because you had had at one time 13 casinos that offered you every single amenity that you could think about. So the little guy, the mom and pop that tried to keep their casino, uh, their their restaurant gone, you know, or their their shoe store or their their haberdashery, they were finished. Yeah, I can't tell you how often I've observed that people have visited Atlantic City a hundred times, they've never stepped foot outside of a, a casino, and I think that's a real shame. Uh, Denny, I could talk with you for hours, but uh, I have to run, and I, I know you do as well. I appreciate the time this morning. I hope we can do this again soon. It would be my pleasure, Frank. Thank you. If you want to comment on any portion of my conversation with uh, Atlantic County Executive Denny Levinson, now seeking his seventh term as Atlantic County Executive, you're welcome to give me a call, 800-848-9222. That's 800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. Midnight. 